You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Pru. Good morning, Michael. Happy March 35th. Yeah, you are keeping kind of a count on that, aren't you? <laughs> it just it feels like it feels like March 35th. <laughs> just the continuation of a, of the same month, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's it's kind of a surreal uh, time we're in. It, it is a re- surreal time that we're in and I am so tired all the time, like all the time. Well, as people probably know, your day job uh, is uh, at News Talk 1010. And I cannot imagine that you are just bombarded with all the information of all that is going on during this uh, this COVID-19 thing. And it's like I, I'm kind of surprised that you're able to, you know, uh, stay sane because you hear all the – I'm sure that it's still – it's still, if it bleeds, it leads, is it not? Um, well, I mean, it, I, I, like those sort of rules, like everything is is, is essentially out the window here. Um, like the, the biggest story that I covered and that, that I helped cover prior to this was the G20 in Toronto. And even at, at, at that stage, I mean, we had a certain amount of control over what was going on. We were able to plan for it. We knew where delegates were going to be. We had a pretty good idea of where protests were going to be. But that being said, like it was one of the most surreal, like three days of my entire life. And if you remember that, uh, that was the last time that the city of Toronto essentially felt shut down. Like people were staying home. People were, uh, people were avoiding the the downtown. Yeah. You don't, you didn't want to go out, but this is, this is a completely different thing. And, um, but uh, you know, my wife's in the in the healthcare field. Thankfully, yes. she's home doing paperwork. But well, I mean, the thing is, um, when you asked me if I wanted the podcast, you said, "Oh, well, we should talk about like what wines we were drinking." It's just like I really appreciate the sentiment, and for everybody that I'm following on social media who is posting uh, great content about what wines you're drinking, what you're doing, what you're doing to stay sane. Uh, I ask that you please keep doing that. But like I posted earlier this week, it's just been. It's been really hard to be motivated to write anything about wine for myself because I'm still going to work. So what my day looks like right now is I wake up, I um, I bike to work. I'm biking from Davisville to Queen and John um, because that I run the... That, that is, uh, that's, you're going to be pretty svelte, I'm going to have to say, when this is all done. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see how this, this all goes. This may be the best thing that ever happened here. <laughs> and it's nice because I, I've, I've never bought a bicycle in Toronto because, um, the, the traffic here just, I, I wouldn't feel safe. I absolutely wouldn't feel safe. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm biking to work. I still have to go to work, uh, and, and I'll be honest, I'm grateful to be able to work, because I know a lot of people in the hospitality industry listen to this podcast, and I'm, I'm very sorry to everyone who is out of work right now, not able to open, not able to hire people to uh, work at the level that you, you would like. Like, it's just, it's heartbreaking to see what's going to happen to the hospitality industry, and, and as a result, the people in the wine industry listening to this. Um, we heard earlier this week at Newstalk 1010 that there are 10% of restaurants in Toronto that have closed that are never opening again and i can see that for some of the wineries in niagara that's 10 percent of their client base gone that's a lot of wineries that are gonna see non-payment on cases of wine that are already in those restaurants that are never going to open again um and you know it's just 
I, I've been drinking less. Yeah, I can say I've been drinking less, and, and, and that was partly as a choice of making, uh, I know we haven't talked about this in the podcast uh, a whole lot, unless I'm mistaken, but I've just had to make some healthier choices, um, eating some f- vegetables for a change. Yeah, uh, the only time I remember us eating vegetables is when we have egg roll in a bowl. And even then, just cabbage. <laughs> Um, but I mean, That's I've been... a sta- that, I'll tell you something, Andre. This is a, it's a staple around here. This uh, in this thing, we we have enough. To, we always have a, a, a bag of that uh, coleslaw or yeah. two, so that uh, that I could do it about once a week. We're really, you know, it's a, it's a it's simple, a, it's a great, easy it's dinner a great to make. Recipe, ten minutes, but, but yeah, and I'm like, you're done. Like I've I've made a choice to uh, to lose some weight, and so far I, I bought a Fitbit in February, uh, and I'm down 25 pounds since I got the Fitbit. Oh, nice. So. Uh, between the biking and everything, it's just like what what I've been doing through COVID to keep myself sane is uh, focusing on my health. And now that we're a few weeks into this, and like I've been posting on Twitter a little bit more positive things, um, like I'm 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 starting to feel better. So next time we podcast, it should be more positive, and I should have some more wine stuff to talk about. Well, I can I can tell you what's going on, and it's interesting because we did start talking a, a little bit of wine before. Uh, before we rolled tape, and then I said, you know, let's 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 hold it off. But uh, you said it's quite different uh, what's happening in Toronto versus what's happening down here in Niagara. Uh, and I posted this morning that uh, we did our biweekly wander, uh, which is not much a wander. We we know exactly where we're going to go. So uh, um, we decided uh, to make one stop. We like we like flowers in the house, especially this time, just to brighten the place up. Uh, so we went to a place called uh, Virgil Greenhouses. Uh, they have a drive-through. Uh, basically, you tell them what you want. They have like pic- almost pictures of flowers or real flowers on a board, and you say, "I want that and that," and they put them in your trunk, and then you pay them, and away you go. Uh, so you never get out of your car. No wandering through. Uh, went to Starbucks, and we got uh, matcha green tea latte. I've never had that before. That was pretty cool. Uh, and we went to the pie plate and got some uh, croissant, took a picture of it, put it on Instagram. That's basically – that's us for the next two weeks. Like we did the grocery shopping, uh, but that's that's what we did. Uh, but when talking about the wine industry, you had, uh, you had asked me uh, how I had seen Derek Barnett of Melville Wines. Yeah. And uh, how I ended up seeing him was uh, he uh, – I think I got an email or a text from him. And he's like, how are you guys doing? I'm like, oh – I'm doing fine. Um, and so I found out that he was delivering wine because that's what a lot of the wineries are doing, right? Yes. So, uh, yeah, so um, he put it on the porch and just so happens he texts because your wine's on the porch. And we did the uh, – I stood on the porch and he stood in the middle of my driveway and we chatted for a bit. So it was nice to at least catch up with a human being other than my wife. Um, it, drinking is, uh, I've got a, I got a backyard. My neighbor's got a backyard. We've done vir- not, not virtual parties, but almost real parties where we're both sitting on our own porches and yep. raising glasses and yelling across the fence. So that's, that's what happens down here. Um, and I also, uh, believe it or not, went over to Taz and picked up some Chardonnay. They had a wine, a wine of the day deal or something. So, uh, uh, Erica's a big, uh, a big Chardonnay person. And, uh, I went over and picked up a six pack. Uh, they were doing a special on their, just their straight Chardonnay, five bucks off a bottle. So it worked out to uh, like $90 for a six pack. So. Oh, that's nice. That's a good deal. Yeah. It's been nice to see like most of the wineries are, uh, are, are working really hard to try to keep the, the cash flow going. Um, 
and and doing delivery. So, um, and I hear a lot of them are, are, you know, are obviously busier with the deliveries, but some of them are, you know, told me that they are quite busy as far as that. So there, there's a really good response of, uh, to wineries, um, uh, getting their wines out there. So, uh, I don't know if it's the, the, the uh, numbers they wanted them to be obviously, but I mean, at least people are making that effort. Well, and I mean, it's the other thing too, is like, keep in mind, a lot of these, uh, wineries are dealing with restaurants and you're dealing with, with volume sales with restaurants by the case. So it is, it is going to be interesting to see what the landscape is going to look like when this is, is finished. Like I imagine there's going to be a lot of wineries who, and, and I mean, even it, you know, it, it's, it's just hard when you start to think about what the impact that COVID-19 is going to have on the economy as a whole, right? Because when this is done, like the, for, for those of us who are able to work, but my wife is not able to work, even with a little bit of money that she's going to get from the government, like we are going to be dipping into savings to get through this. Um, yep. We're likely going to have to put some things on credit. And when this is finished, we're going to have to work on paying that down before we have the disposable cash to get back to normal, to buy as much wine as we used to buy, to go and eat at restaurants the way we used to eat at restaurants. Um, and it, it's just hard to predict like what, what the, what it's going to look like when we get to the other side of this. Cause we're not even close to that yet. Like it's, no, it's March no, 35th today. Yes. You, as you keep saying, um, you know, I, I and I find that, um, you know, that the, the, the government allowing, you know, uh, restaurants to, you know, sell wine with, with food, uh, with, with takeout orders. I, I think that was a, a big step to hopefully get some of that wine out the door. Yes. Uh, I do, I do find that there's a little bit of, um, you know, you hear about all the profiteering for PPE and masks and things like that. Uh, but you know, there's some really crappy, uh, you know, people in the wine business as well who are trying to profiteer. Let's do a virtual tasting. Oh, only going to cost you 50 bucks. A lot of people don't have that 50 bucks. Like, I think that's that's just profiteering. I understand we all have to make some money in some way, shape, or form. But, you know, uh, telling people to go out and buy a bottle of wine and then and, and meet you on the internet, that's that's pretty Yeah, and I mean, when you take a look at, at, at some of the other more positive response, like people like Jancis Robinson opening up access to her site free of charge. For free, yeah. Uh, and a lot, a know, lot is, of them are doing fantastic. that. fantastic. So. So, yeah, I, I found that that profiteering was kind of, you know, crappy when you look at other people who are, you know, opening up their pay paywalls and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mentioning any names, but the Toronto Star Girl is pretty for that. Um, it, it, uh, it has been, you know, it, in a grander scheme, though, um, I mean, I've, we've done the podcast about how I feel about Doug Ford, uh, especially yep. when he came out with, with Buck of Beer. But I have to yep. say... Uh, I've been very impressed with how he has been handling this crisis. Um, you know, especially when you take. A I look saw your at, Twitter post. I was like, "Wow, Andre, I'm even going to like that one." It's well, I mean, it's but I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like you, you know what, um, and and attention is is due to the healthcare workers, to your to your wife, Michael. Like mm -hmm. from the bottom of my heart, thank you to anyone who's in the medical industry because. It is going to get worse, and my heart is absolutely broken for you. And if there was a way for me to get my hands dirty in an emergency room or an ICU right now, uh, I would certainly be there to help you. But I've just—that's not my skill set. Um, it's not mine either. They've asked me to stay home, so that's kind of you know what I'm doing. Uh, I'm going to say 98% of the time. 
Yeah. I do have to still go get groceries. Uh, you know, we do have to get out and at least get a breath of fresh air at some point, obviously. I still, but have, I still have Henry. mostly I'm in sure the backyard. Some and... Very deep, intense conversations with Amber. Uh, oh, I know he's uh, he's totally on board with what we're doing. Yeah, you're, he you're, likes to have the laps to sit on and stuff. Your 26 year old cat. <laughs> it feels that way. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I, I'm, 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 um, it's been refreshing to see how our premier has been handling this. So, like, apart from the healthcare workers, the politicians who are working long hours as well, um, yeah, I know I'm sort of scattered. I'm sort of scattered on this. It's just like it's such a big thing. Like to think yeah, about to it you, unpacked. to you, you're immersed in it twenty four seven. To me, uh, what I've what I've decided to to try and do. Uh, is to give people a little bit of light reading. I have a whole bunch of tasting notes and um, things like that, that that just, you know, you you just, as most people do, you run out of time. You're like, I don't have time to get these tastes. I promise I'll get these tasting notes out. So I think I had tastings from uh, September, October, November. They're all out uh, when I was in Italy in February, just before the, the, the shit hit the fan over there. Uh, I've been releasing those tasting notes as well. Uh, so I'm trying to do at least uh, two or three uh, a week, so that you know you can at least feel some sort of normalcy on uh, on on my site. Um, yeah, I, I'm working on like now that I'm now that I'm feeling a little bit better, and you know, for for everyone listening to this podcast, I really hope you're taking care of your mental health because uh, I know it's going to be really hard. And I that's know what for, booze is for. Well, but I mean, on a serious note, it's also you need to be careful with be careful with booze if if that's how you're coping coping with this. Um, you know. Oh, it was it was really funny because at one point I uh, uh, Erica says to me, uh, that's my wife. Everybody hasn't figured out who Erica is yet. Um, she said, "Well, we got to stop drinking every day." And I said, "Oh, okay. Well, then how about this? We'll do uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then an optional weekend." <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and then she goes, no, no, you know what? I think would like to do what she would like to do is she'd like to not drink Monday through Thursday. And we'll only do it. You know, we'll have drinks on Friday, Saturday, and then maybe Sunday. And I said, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, it, uh, it, it, it has been nice though, because, um, like I was going through a stretch where I was drinking wine in one way, shape or form every day, like not drinking to excess every day, but having a glass of wine every day. And with the choices I decided to make in January, I'm so grateful that uh, I made the decision to lose some weight prior to all this happening because I imagine it would be difficult to make the choice to stop drinking wine when you just feel sad all the time. Kind of sad, yeah. So anyway, by the time we got to Tuesday, she goes, okay, we're not going to drink Monday through Thursday. Got to Tuesday, she goes, you know what, how about we do Tuesday, Thursday? And I go, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday? It's no different than my Monday, Monday Wednesday. <laughs> You've just... You've just switched the days. <laughs> no, but, but, but I mean, I, I think it's fair to have the conversation where it's just like if, if you're at home and you're finding comfort in hitting your wine collection, just make sure you're, you're doing it responsibly. Make sure you're aware of it. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't you know me. I don't do a lot of uh, food pairings with uh, with wine. I just kind of, you know, drink whatever I want. But there are certain things that I'm like, you know what? You know, if I'm having short ribs, I really feel like I need a glass of, of red wine with that. Uh, if I'm having a chicken dish, I don't necessarily feel I need something. So I'm kind of building menus around things that I know I want to have. You know, so weekends are probably more red meat heavy, whereas the week is probably less. Henceforth, I probably won't want to have a glass of wine as I, much. So I've been using, I, I call it my Bible, um, a combination of my fitness pal, which is an app that you yeah, use got that to... One. Uh, 
essentially it helps you count calories and it's yep. a really it's got a really nice database of food so um and then that that I'm, i paired with the food 52 mighty salads cookbook which is insane like the salads yes, are you actually so made me a couple tasty, of salads from that so tasty and and you know very nice complicated cooking like the type of cooking i like to do um and you know i've just punched in all the recipes into my fitness pal so i know how many calories per serving and you know what you're putting into your body and uh you know that's sort of what i go with and um you know it was similar to you like I, I think last year my revelation was uh finding that that perfect wine and food pairing is always going to be a challenge it's not yeah. it's not not, not, something. not something that necessarily exists and drink what you like eat what you like and then yeah. yeah. If they don't go together, don't put them in your mouth. Yeah. Together. So, Andre, I guess maybe uh, that's how we've been coping uh, around here, and that's how you've been coping over there. And and I hope our little mindless chatter here has not, uh, you know, has kept everybody uh, at least uh, entertained for the last, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes or something? 17 or, minutes, but it just feels like 25, because after all, it, it just, is March 35th. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Um, now, everybody should stay safe out there and wash your uh, hands. You, you know what? Uh, if you want to uh, get onto our um, onto our uh, Facebook page, uh, you can tell us what you're drinking. Uh, we'll pass judgment on you. It gives us something to do, uh, and you're more than welcome to get a pass judgment on anything that I'm uh, that I'm imbibing upon. Uh, and obviously, see more of what I'm Andre's doing. not I'm, drinking anything. Uh, I am going to open a magnum of 2015 Trius Red. It's 20 after 1 this afternoon, and I am going to slowly enjoy that over the course of the afternoon with my wife. And what's the uh, what's the vintage? 2015. Oh that, oh, that is a good one. Oh, yeah. Look at you. A magnum. Oh, maybe we should be, be podcasting in about six hours. That would be pretty funny. To I'll, I'll tell you what. The, uh, this is this is like the, a little bit of the story. My wine collection is pretty well organized. Um, like, I've got the racks. Uh, I've used Cellar Tracker a little bit. But I know where everything is in my apartment. The problem with the Trius Red, the Magnum, was that the bottle is such a big, weird shape. It didn't fit on any shelves. Correct. So yeah. I put it I put it in a closet where I could fit it, and I forgot that I had it. Oh, hopefully lying down, of course. Yeah, lying down. Yeah. So when I found it, it was just like, well, this is bonus wine because I forgot that I had this. Yeah, the 15 is a good good year, too. So that should be a that should be right in that wheelhouse of, of, of good drinking right now. Fantastic. So... so. Yeah, I guess we'll, yeah. we'll try to connect sometime soon again over this. We're still just working through backlog, and hopefully we'll have some like wine stuff to talk about. Um, I hope. I know with what Michael and I are trying to do, we're trying to offer a bit of a distraction to what's going on, while at the same time still acknowledging it. But this entire podcast has been about COVID nineteen and how we're coping with it. So, I sincerely hope everyone listening to this is doing as well as they can. I, I, I don't want to use the word okay because nobody is okay. And that's okay. It's okay that I, we're not I actually, okay. Just, it's, before, you, before you go on, on, I just realized why you stopped drinking. Why did I stop drinking? Because Picard's over. Ah! So, I'm actually oh. going to be working on a, a blog post about that. Um, I drank a lot of really good burgundy. And uh, hang on. With Picard gone, you have no reason to drink. Maybe you should just watch the series again. I could. I had the Racule. I've... I still have not watched the finale yet. The Francois Racquier Mercury Premier Cru Les Vassets 2017. It was about 50 bucks. And that wine was just delicious. Mercury, right? Yes. And do not, you're, you're not allowed to make that joke anymore. <laughs> You've retired I do, it. I do. I, it's probably one of my favorite, my favorite regions. 
It, it, it totally is. Um, and Accessible, I, I find... uh, good wines. Uh, and, they and have I... a little bit more power than than some. Yes. I was going to say most, but they, they do have a, a really good backbone to them. Uh, and I think but you had posted tannin. that. Still and soft tannin. I pulled out a, a Rue Père and Fils. Yes. Uh, 2011 Mercury. Yes. All right. Well, keep an eye on AndreWineReview.ca. I'll be posting something about my Picard adventure. Yes, because uh, you were in Deep Space Nine. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. I mean, if you're listening to it, you're probably already subscribed, but bring a friend. Tell other people about it. Um, I'm Andre Pru from AndreWineReview.ca. And I'm Michael Pincus of MichaelPincusWineReview.com. As I said before, good night is the usual thing that we uh, that we say. But I think in these times we should uh, we should end with something a little more serious, like please stay safe and wash your hands. And all right, good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes. This podcast is made possible thanks to our supporters on Patreon. A big thank you goes out to Adnan Isel owner of iSellers Estate Winery. You can visit them at 615 Concession 5 Road in Niagara-on-the-Lake or check out their website at iSellers.ca. Find out how you can support us, like Adnan, by visiting patreon.com slash twoguystalkingwine.